The Productive Woman, Episode 263. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thanks so much for joining me. In this episode, I'll be sharing with you my conversation with working mom, blogger, and productivity enthusiast, Claire Kellums. You'll find more information about Claire, along with links to resources she recommends and the various ways you can connect with her online, all in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 263. This episode is brought to you by Text Expander, which if you've been listening for any amount of time at all, you know, is one of my very favorite productivity tools. Unlock your productivity with Text Expander. It makes everything you write repetitively available everywhere you type, text documents, spreadsheets, web forms, and more. And you can keep your message consistent, accurate, and up to date by sharing snippets with your coworkers and your team. Text Expander for Teams makes it easy to organize snippets for your support, customer service, and other departments. Give your teams only the snippets they need. You can turn your snippets into forms with fill-in and pop-up fields, optional text blocks, autofill dates, and times and graphics. And Text Expander is available for macOS, Windows, Chrome, iPhone, and iPad. It is literally one of the first things I load onto every device I get, because what it does, in case you haven't heard me talk about it before, is it allows you to turn any piece of text that you type frequently or copy and paste frequently into what they call a snippet. You create a snippet, just a couple of keystrokes that then expands into the full text that you want in your document. I love Text Expander, and now you can try it out and get 20% off your first year by visiting textexpander.com slash podcast. Definitely try it out. Go, go visit their website, look at it, see what it offers. And again, if you let them know that the productive woman sent you, you can get 20% off your first year by going to textexpander.com slash podcast and letting and telling them I sent you. I hope you love it as much as I do. I'd love to hear your experience with Text Expander and how you use it. All right, let's get into my conversation with Claire. I'm so pleased to introduce to the Productive Woman listeners, Claire Kellums. Claire manages technology and data analytics in the financial services industry, which I'll have to ask her to explain because I don't even know what that means. Um, she also blogs about productivity and organization and offers productivity coaching and organization services to clients. Uh, she's been a member of the Productive Woman community for quite a while. She's also a wife and a mom who lives with her family in Indiana. And I have been looking forward to talking with her about how she's making a life that matters. So welcome, Claire. Hi, Laura. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. Well, I'm delighted to have you here. We got to meet in person. What was it last year when uh, yeah. when I uh, we moved our son up there for uh, to start graduate school? He's not too far from you, and we got to sit down and have a chat, which was a lot of fun. And it was it was kind of surreal for me. It was like, you know you're a celebrity to me. So. <laughs> 
Well, I am not a celebrity, but I, it's, it's, it's a nice thought, but it was, a, we had a great time visiting. And now a year or so later, I thought, you know what, Claire's got some interesting things going on in trying to manage her life and make a life that matters. Let's hear a little bit from her for the sake of the community about how she's doing that. So I shared a little bit about who you are, but maybe you could tell us a little bit more, add a little color to the very brief introduction I gave. So I work at a credit union and I am in charge of all the technology there. So all of the hardware and infrastructure and cybersecurity, all that kind of stuff, as well as all the data. So I kind of enjoy writing queries and um, learning what, uh, what there is to learn from the data. So that's kind of it in a nutshell, what I do on my nine to five. But then uh, kind of for fun on the side, I really love organization and productivity. So I've been uh, writing a blog about that. It's called My Life in Order, uh, coming up on two years here and also offering some organization services and help with organizing physical spaces and helping people be more productive. And are you doing that mostly locally there going the, the like the organization services? Yes, I've done uh, local organization workshops, and then I have some local clients as well. And I'm working on doing some more things online to reach people outside of the local area. So very cool. And you've got a family. Of course, that's the most important part. Um, I have a husband. Uh, we've been married 17 years, which doesn't seem possible. And two kids, uh, both boys, they're 12 and eight years old, and they keep us very busy. They play two sports each right now. So we had two soccer games today even. So we are always on the go. Yeah, I remember when we were scheduling this, uh, you said we were looking for a time that would work for us both. And uh, you mentioned that your boys had soccer on Saturdays. So uh, how'd they do? They did well. My oldest scored two goals. So that was pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're going to be talking about how you're doing all these things that you're doing, maybe a little bit about why you're doing because your your day job is a, a full time job, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm interested to hear a little bit about, you know, why you've taken on these other things that you're doing. You've been blogging pretty consistently. And then the other things that you're doing in connection with that, in addition to the day job and the family and all of that, we're also going to talk about how you managed to get all that done. And I think before we get into the nitty gritty of how you manage all that, I think it's helpful for us to have a little bit of context for those things that you do to stay productive. So as the backdrop for, for the rest of our conversation, if there's such a thing for you as a typical day, what might that look like? Well, on a, a work day or a school day for my kids, I'd call that my typical day. So I get up about 6 a.m. I have a Google speaker in my bedroom, uh, so it goes off and I have to actually speak to it to turn it off. So I found since I'm not really a morning person, talking out loud actually makes me wake up. So that's been working well. But I do have to set a second alarm for 6.15. So I actually am out of bed and on the go. Um, but first thing I do is make sure my kids are up. And luckily, they are very self-sufficient in the morning. I've put in a lot of work up to now to get them that way. But it, it's definitely paying off. So while I'm taking a shower and getting dressed, they're doing the same. And um, I've always laid everything out the night before to make things easier for me and for the kids. So after I'm ready, 
we all eat breakfast together. My husband uh, doesn't have as early of a schedule, so he's usually still in bed. So the kids and I get to spend a little time together in the morning. We eat breakfast together, do devotions. And then while I'm finishing up, you know, my hair and makeup, the kids do their own thing. They're making their lunch. They're doing, we call them their morning jobs, which are chores. I remember very clearly what it was like to have little kids that I had to do everything for them in the morning. And I realized the other day, like, oh, I finally arrived. Like my kids can do everything <laughs> by themselves. For anyone that's listening that has little ones, there is hope. It gets better. <laughs> um, so uh, when I'm all ready for work, I pack my own lunch. And I it takes me like a minute to do that these days because I take the same thing every day. So I know exactly you know where everything is. And hopefully by this time, I've still got a little extra uh, time in my schedule. So I like to go outside on my my back deck and just kind of take in the nature, maybe write in my journal, read, or even just sit there for a while. Even if, you know, I don't have that much time, sometimes it's two deep breaths and, and back in the door, you know, to, to gather everything up. But just that little time outside is, is calming for me, especially when I'm heading, you know, to a busy day. Sometimes my job is stressful. So I like that little kind of peace and quiet in the morning. So out the door, 7.15, 7.30, drop off my oldest son at school. My husband by this time's up and takes my youngest. And then I have a one hour commute to work. So I don't love that. But uh, the part I do like is I get time to listen to podcasts, which is where I discovered The Productive Woman a few years ago. And I also talk to my mom almost every day on the phone. I use an app, Voxer. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but I've heard um, of it. Yeah, I've never I, used it, but I've heard oh, a lot of people use I, it. I do. I mainly I use it to communicate with my cousin who lives in Arizona. So we have a three hour time difference. So we don't really get to talk on the phone in real time very often just because of the time difference. So we leave messages for each other, uh, but they're voice messages. So it's kind of like voicemail, but um, it's just real easy to, to share messages back and forth. So I'll listen to her messages, leave her messages. So I, you know, I, I use that one hour commute um, to be somewhat productive. Yeah. So I work all day. Uh, I don't usually take a lunch break. And I just eat the snacks that I brought with me. But if I do take a lunch break, I'm doing it to run errands and, you know, try to get done things that, that I need to. After the day is over, the work day, I drive back home and I'm either picking kids up at activities or sports practices or going to a game or maybe Cub Scouts. And sometimes I have an appointment of my own. Like this coming week, I have an organizing client after work. Uh, when I finally do get home, we have dinner as a family. And I am very fortunate to have a husband who's an amazing cook and likes doing it. So he usually has dinner ready. And we all try to sit down together at the table as often as possible for dinner. That's one of my favorite things um, part of the day because we get to kind of go around the table and tell each other about our days. And then after dinner, it's homework time and, you know, tidying up the kitchen, that kind of thing. We do a no screen time school week. So our kids don't have any screen time other than what's required for their homework during the school week. So from Monday morning till Friday evening, it's just, you know, no TV, no video games. And that has made such a huge difference um, in behavior and expectations. So I highly recommend that. So in our evening after homework is done, we either read, go outside, play a board game as a family or something like that till it's time for bed. Um, the kids go to bed between 8.30 and 9. And I ask them to pick out their clothes and make sure their backpacks are packed before bed. Now, I still tuck them in. So I go upstairs and tuck them in, say prayers. And I really treasure that little extra time with them. And I know they're getting older, but I plan to do that until like they leave home because mm -hmm. it's so it's such a special time for me. After both kids are in bed, then I have some me time so I can finish, you know, cleaning up the kitchen. Sometimes I have work for my day job that I need to do or I have a fun project 
project of my own, maybe reading or writing. Sometimes my husband and I play a game or watch TV. I do watch TV during the week, even though the kids aren't allowed to. <laughs> and uh, then I always do some before bed kind of preparations for the next day, laying out my clothes. I always look at my calendar for the next day so I know what to expect. And if I need to set a reminder, I use the reminders app on my iPhone a lot. Uh, so if I maybe need to, you know, I, I need to get some paper in and take with me the next day, I'll put a reminder so it pops up at 6 a.m. So I see that when I first look at my phone. Um, that way I'm not worrying about things in my sleep. I have kind of a hard time sleeping as it is. So I'm trying to take any stressors out and have a bedtime routine. I always turn on a bedside lamp, turn out the light, straighten out my sheets. I'm not one of those people that makes my bed every day. So I have to get it back in order so I can get in. I do check my email and one last time and plug my phone in next to my bed. And I know that most people are, are like, oh, that's a terrible you know, idea to have your phone near your bed. But because I work in IT, I'm always on call and stuff doesn't stop happening in the middle of the night. So I need to have that accessible to me in case I need to be reached. So that's kind of a non-negotiable for me right now. Then I get in my pajamas, get to bed. Sometimes I read a little bit. And then um, when it's actually bedtime, I always use a certain kind of lotion that has a scent. Um, it's like eucalyptus and peppermint, but it kind of just cues me in like, okay, this is bedtime. And um, sometimes my husband, if he's reading or something, I'll wear a sleep mask. So it's dark and uh, turn off the light around 10 30 or 11 and then do it all over again the next day. Hmm. A pretty full day uh, yeah. with a lot of, <laughs> lot of different areas. There's so many, I, I, as I was listening to you describe your day, there are so many directions I thought we could go with the conversation. I, you know, one thing I want to know is you mentioned early on that you've kind of helped your kids learn to be pretty self-sufficient in the morning. Uh, let's talk just a little bit about how, how you've done that. Cause you've mentioned, you know, you mentioned to the moms who have small kids <laughs> that it does get better, but it doesn't get better by accident. So what are some of the things that you've done to help your boys become more able to kind of get themselves motivated and do the necessary in the mornings? I've always given them chores. So they've always had responsibility. We call them jobs at our house. Um, so they've had certain jobs that they have to do sometime during the day. When they were old enough that they didn't need, you know, constant supervision in the morning, I gave them, quote, morning jobs. And these are the things that you have to do. And, you know, it's, in a, it's on a whiteboard on the refrigerator so they can look at it and see what those items are. And um, we use timers and alarms a lot to make sure they're up and that, you know, by this time this has been done. Um, so just kind of repetition. And I think making a visual list um, has really helped. So, you know, it's like anything, I guess, that if you, um, you know, if you put the time in, if you put some thought into it and are intentional about it to, to develop habits, whether it's in yourself or in your kids, you can kind of create the day that's more like what you want it to be. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think that's encouraging for the moms who have young kids who can start thinking about what would make your morning better, whether you're sending your kids off to school, whether you're homeschooling, whatever needs to be done in the morning, giving some thought to what you'd like them to be able to do without you standing there watching them. Uh, I would guess that you also have to, I mean, and, and I'd say, I guess, based on my experience with, you know, when my kids were younger, you have to also be willing to let them do it maybe a little differently than you might. 
Exactly. So my oldest son, one of his morning jobs is emptying the dishwasher. And so sometimes things aren't, you know, put exactly how I would do that, or maybe quite as dry as I would want them in my cabinets, but, uh, but it's done and he gets better with practice. Yeah. And I think it's, I think that's important. That's something I would say to encourage any mom who's feeling maybe stressed in the mornings, um, feeling like you have to do everything yourself. You really can think about what are kids capable of doing? They're, they're probably capable of doing more than you think they might, uh, but they might not do it exactly the way you would do it uh, at first. And being willing to let them sort of learn and improve over time and being willing Willing to let go of those things can make your days start off a little bit better. Oh, yes, I, I totally agree. Um, I mean, the day that my kid could get up and take a shower and get dressed before I even emerged from my room, it was like, oh my gosh, this is life changing. <laughs> the you know? angel sang. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> a wonderful thing. Well, you have so many things that you're doing. Um, I, and I, I want to talk, well, again, I want to get into the logistics, but let's talk about why you're doing some of those things. So you've got a full-time job and I, you and I've talked about it a little bit and you've mentioned already on, uh, during our conversation that it, it has some stresses that go with it because of the responsibilities you have. Uh, you also have a family that you love very much and that's active and you do things with them. Why, um, why did, why take on something like a blog? And, and I ask that with all sincere interest because <laughs> Although I've been doing this podcast pretty much every week for the last five years, I never could get consistent with a blog and I love to write, but I couldn't do it. So why, why did you add that to the mix and, and what kind of drives that? So it's kind of a byproduct of feeling overwhelmed. Um, so I've always liked to write as well. And when I am stressed out or overwhelmed, I just write write it all down. And so I was feeling overwhelmed, um, with my job and with my, you know, family responsibilities and all that. And so I just started writing and pretty soon I started thinking, you know what, I'm not alone. I think there's other people that feel this way. And, um, and so that's kind of, it was kind of therapeutic for me. And I decided that I wanted to help other people to what I felt like get my life in order, which is why I named the blog, my life in order. So that's why I named the blog, my life in order. And for me, it's really about sharing my experience and what has worked for me, um, to help other people, you know, maybe get through that feeling of overwhelm that they're experiencing too. Yeah. And so you don't feel like having that additional thing to do, um, increases the stress. I don't it for me, it's an outlet. And I've also gone into it with the attitude that it is an extra thing. It's not my primary job. And so if I miss a week, the world's not going to end. Um, and so I, I've just had a, a little bit more um, low-key attitude about it. And I have been very consistent over the last two years, but I haven't done it every week. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't been perfect, but it's still something I love. And it's a lot easier to do things that you love. Um, so that's why I keep doing it. Yeah. And, and when do you find time to write the posts and do the, you know, get things posted, given that you're at work during the day and you've got, you know, <laughs> all, the days that you described <laughs> for your right. typical day, uh, when do you find time to do this extra thing that you love? So I write whenever I have 
free time. So I have a journal that I keep with me all the time. Uh, so in the morning, if I sit out on the deck, I might write. If I am at the doctor's office in the waiting room, I might write. And then when I actually put it on my website is in the evenings after my kids are in bed or on the weekends. Okay. Well, so, so we're going to talk more about that maybe a little bit, but let's get into, you know, you're, you're obviously thinking about this stuff a lot. You, you and I share the, the sort of interest in things related to productivity and organization and, and all that. But, um, that could maybe make, make some people think, well, so this is all easy for her. Uh, you <laughs> no. know, I think every person's life is different in different ways, presents different challenges as far as staying productive and getting the things done that matter to her. What would you say are your biggest challenges when it comes to managing your life, being productive in the way that you define it? I think there's two major challenges for me. The biggest one is there's only 24 hours in the day. <laughs> that's that's my big challenge. Um, I'm I was not... hoping you had found a way to get a couple more. <laughs> Darn. Oh, no. no. Um, I'm just not naturally good at time. Um, I have always had <laughs> a problem underestimating how long it takes me to do something. I guess I think I'm like superwoman and, oh, that only take five minutes. And <laughs> really, it's, you know, an hour. So that's always a problem for me. And then I can get lost, you know, if I'm working on my website, I really, it's fun and I can get lost in it and spend way too, too much time doing it. And I think that's why I like organization and productivity so much is because it's a way that I can kind of be more in control of myself by figuring out systems to help me manage myself. Um, so like for time, I use alarms and timers. So I'm always timing myself to see how long it takes to do things like empty the dishwasher or take a shower. So I know, you know, what can actually fit into the time I have. Uh, and I've also learned that I need to add in a buffer. So if I have an appointment that's supposed to last 30 minutes, I'm going to allow 45 minutes mm -hmm. because sometimes it runs over. So if I have that buffer, I'm not scurrying or late to the next thing. And I feel like adding in that margin, I don't know where I heard that word, but somebody used that term of add margin to your day. And, you know, I hear that a lot now. And I just, I love that concept because I think it's, it's just so necessary to, to not feel overwhelmed. So time is my number one challenge. Um, mm. But the second one is probably other people's priorities. Mm. Um, and that, that sounds kind of selfish, but um, I think I tend tended, I'm, I'm learning, I'm getting better to value other people's time and opinions more than I valued my own. So mm -hmm. it was really hard for me to say no in the past, but I kind of learned the hard way that I can't do everything. And I had to prune some things out of my life in order to do the things that I wanted to do really well. And that those other people's expectations, I think kind of rear their heads at work a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, not just for me, I, I think that's a universal uh, challenge, but you know, there's unexpected interruptions or an emergency and you can have your day all planned out and then someone else comes in and says, this thing needs to be done now. And then you kind of got to just reset yourself and, and drop everything and take care of that emergency. And then your plans kind of get pushed to the back burner. And um, so learning how to not forget what was important to me, but still you know, take care of my responsibilities. That's a, a dance, I guess, that I've had to learn. Well, and how, how do you cope with that? Because that can be really frustrating and totally throw you, uh, you know, throw you off for the rest of the day. For a lot of us, I think it can do that. So how, 
how do you deal with it and uh, and still get the things the other things done that you want to do if if you're getting interrupted by somebody else's priorities at work? So I think the biggest thing for me is I use Evernote um, for lots of things, but at work I use it for taking notes, but then I also have a daily template that I use where I, uh, when first thing in the morning, I'll identify what are my must do's for the day. What are my, what I call them would be nice to do's for the day. And then I have a, um, like a calendar type thing that it's every, it's an increments of 30 minutes where I plug in all the time bound appointments. So if I have a meeting from 10 to 11, you know, that gets stuck in. So I do those first and then I plug in the must do's, which hopefully that's, you know, three things or not very many things. So then I see what's left and I put in the, a few of those would be nice to do items. But then when some kind of emergency comes up and, you know, it's 10 a.m. and I was going to get to inbox zero, but, but now I need to take care of this emergency. Obviously, I'm going to take care of the emergency. But when I come back and I see, oh, I didn't get to do these, you know, these four must do's, then I have to recalculate. And I but I know which things are must do's and I know which things are they just be nice to get done and I'm not going to get them all done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have to you have to learn that not to overcommit yourself with those must do's and just focus on, you know, those really basic things that have to get done. And the rest of the things are just like gravy, you know, and, yeah. and you have to be proud of yourself. The one other thing that I've done, um, not to get overwhelmed is I keep a done list, um, so that I can see what I actually completed for the day. And, and realizing that those emergencies or those other people's priorities, those were work too. And I did accomplish those things. Hmm. Um, and that matters, um, just as much as some of the things that were on my must do or would be nice to do list anyway. Yeah, I think that's a great, a great idea, great suggestion, something to consider, especially for somebody who has a job, whether it's a, you know, a paid job like yours, or say a mom who's at home with small children, who's going to maybe have a plan for the day that gets interrupted multiple times because of the kids needs, um, to, to give yourself credit for the things you did. Maybe you didn't do the things you had on your list that you intended to do, but that doesn't, doesn't mean you didn't do anything that day. Absolutely. Now I, I have, you know, worked in this job for several years, but before that I was home with, with small kids doing part-time work. And, and so I've, I've seen both sides and I still don't know which one is harder, you know, (laughs) being a full-time stay-at-home mom or a full-time working mom, they're both tough. And I think that what you said applies, um, you know, in both uh, the, the, the mom mode or the working mom mode. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've mentioned a few of the tools and uh, that you use. You've mentioned Evernote. You've mentioned that you use timers to kind of keep you on track. Um, what What are some of the other tools that, that you like or resources that you recommend um, as far as managing your time or your space or what whatever? What are some of the tools that you've uh, that you've really liked? I think the number one is it's very basic, but it's a calendar. I use Google Calendar for personal and then at work we use Outlook. Um, but I put both of those calendars on my phone so I can see them in one one picture. And I put everything in my calendar that's time bound. And I try to put things right away. So as soon as I get that email about the choir concert, I put it on my calendar. I don't wait until, oh, maybe I'll put that on my calendar later because I won't, you know, I'll forget. Mm -hmm. So I put it on right away. Same thing. If I'm at the doctor's office and I'm leaving, I always make the appointment before I leave and I put it in my calendar right then. So 
that calendar is something that just keeps me on track. Um, and I use the reminders um, app as well on my iPhone because you can not only you know, set a reminder, but you can tell it when to remind you or what geographic location to remind you at. So next time I pull into Walmart, you know, tell me to buy milk or whatever. Um, So I use that a a lot as well. And more for personal things, um, the reminders app. A couple other ones that I like, I use Nosby for task management at work. It's it's an app and you can get it on your PC or your phone. Um, And you can email tasks straight from your email client to the app and it creates the tasks for you. There's a whole lot of categorization you can do. I try to keep it real simple. Um, I have just a few basic categories, but then I don't have this worry that I'm forgetting things. It's all accessible to me. Um, so I know all the things are on my list. Yeah. There, you know, there really is, uh, people ask me, periodically. So if you, what's your, you know, the most important thing, or if you could only give one bit of advice, what would it be? And you've just encapsulated it, write those things down with, you know, a calendar and a task manager of some sort, even if they're paid, it doesn't matter what they are, just that you always use them. Yes. uh, I think don't rely, for me, I cannot rely on my brain to remember. I have to have it somewhere else. And that's, you know, the calendar, the task manager. And I mentioned Evernote already, but even personally, I use that all the time. Mm -hmm. I, um, like we go to the store and the kids say, oh, I really want this Lego set. And I always say, oh, let's add it to your Christmas list. And I open up a note in Evernote that says gift ideas. And I take a picture of it and boom, there it is. And then when it's Christmas time, all I have to do is look in my Evernote and I know what they want for Christmas. See, Um, I totally need to do that because I'm, (laughs) I'm the one who, you know, it comes down to, you know, late November. And I'm thinking I, every year I think, all right, I'm going to start my Christmas shopping in January. Yeah. It never happens. Um, and so what happens is in November and early December, I'm thinking, oh, I've got all my grandkids. I'm texting their moms to say, what do they want? And I'm wandering around the store looking for, you know, I, so this is one of those don't do as I do. Things <laughs> because yeah. I love that idea of having, having a place like that Evernote or the notes app or, you know, whatever a person wants to use, but capturing that stuff right away. So that yeah. when you're ready to actually go do the shopping, you're not staring off into space thinking, I wonder what they'd like to have. Yeah. And I think taking a picture of the item is so helpful. Like I, I'm getting the text from my mom. What do the kids want? And if I can send her a picture, yeah. you know, so much easier than yeah. <laughs> or even a link might even be better. So, um, but yeah, Evernote for me is something I don't know that I could live without. I don't even know what kind of makeup I wear because I take a picture of it. And then when I go to the store, I pull up the picture and I find the exact one. Am I buff beige or am I natural ivory? I don't know, but it's in my Evernote, you know? So yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. Um, now when it comes to, uh, tools and resources, I can't let you go without, uh, asking about a resource that you are working on. Um, you and I were trading some emails about this. You're writing a book. I am. So I've been thinking about this for a while. I finally decided, actually, it's been just about six weeks ago that I'm just going to do it. So I started a six week sprint um, and I made little bite sized goals for each week. And I decided I'm going to publish an ebook. So at the end of six weeks, I was 
I'm going to have this ebook to to publish. So I am getting so close. Um, it's called Get Organized Head First, and it's about um, kind of changing your mindset and using how you think about things to get more organized. And there's some practical tips as well for things that you can do, small things that you can do that can really make an impact on your organization and productivity. So I'm very excited. Um, This should be available by the time uh, my blog turns two years old. So that's my goal. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So as we're having this conversation, it's early September. Um, As people are listening to this conversation for the first time, it'll be early October. And um, I would love to be able to put a link in the show notes for, you know, if, if somebody wants to get information about the book. Absolutely. Um, it's uh, on my website, uh, mylifeinorder.com slash ebooks. And um, I'd love to to give the Productive Woman community a discount code. So I, hopefully you can publish that as well, but that'll be available. And yeah, you're right. When this is published, it'll be a thing. So yeah, we'll definitely put links in the show notes for that because it sounds uh, like I'm looking forward to reading it. It sounds like it's right up my alley in terms of, of, and I'm interested to hear your take on, on the whole mindset toward productivity and that kind of thing. Before we go, I do want to, I, I do have to ask you the question that I ask all my guests. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you, you obviously think about this a lot because you, you've been studying it for a long time. You've been blogging about getting your life in order for, for nearly two years now. It, it's something I know you are passionate about, interested in, not for its own sake, but for the sake of making your life that matters in the way that you define it. So you, you have the the tools that you use, you have systems in place, but notwithstanding all that, do you ever have a day when it all gets away from you or you get, you know, just completely stressed out and overwhelmed? And if so, what do you do to get back on track? Of course I do. <laughs> I think we all do that. Um, like we've talked about, my my day job is in IT. Um, and so there are always things that seem to pop up that need, you know, immediate attention and maybe aren't going as well as they should. If I have a day where I I had everything planned out and then it just kind of blew up in my face, um, what I've tried to do is kind of like I talked about earlier, I have already identified what things I have to get done today and I focus only on those and not try to do everything for everyone, just those must do's. Um, But I think what really is important for me is when I just can't even grasp what do I need to do is getting a change of scenery going, you know, to the library or to the cafe or something and um, just getting out a piece of paper and doing a brain dump of, you know, why am I so overwhelmed? What are the things that are causing me to feel this way and writing them down and just getting them off your chest, at least for me, you know, it makes you feel so much better. And then I can go back and through that list and see, well, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. And then move the things that do matter, um, you know, to my task list. And then I can feel more in control. Like, okay, my head is clear and now I can just do the things I need to do and not worry about what is it that I need to do. Uh, so I think that for me, that change of scenery and writing it all down, um, are the things that help me the most. I think that's such great advice. I mean, when you, when you really are kind of tearing your hair out and, and overwhelmed by all that's that you're facing, to take that moment, to take a deep breath, get up and walk away. And even if it's just to, you know, 
go stand out on the porch for a minute or go to a conference room instead of your office or something. But that change of scenery, just the time it takes you to get there and then to just be in a different environment, even if it's just for a few minutes or go, I don't know, stand in the bathroom if there's nowhere else. But (laughs) I've had to do that before for sure. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And, And give yourself that moment to take a couple deep breaths and then and ask yourself, all right, why am I feeling this way? What is all the stuff? And and usually for me, when I'm feeling it, feeling that way, it's because there's just all this stuff going on in my head. And I'm trying to, it's like trying to grab, you know, balloons that are bouncing around. And instead of trying to do that, to sit down and just spill it out on paper, what just make a list of all this stuff, or, you know, whatever the thoughts are, get them out there where you can look at him and say, okay, all these are our thoughts. I, I can manage this. I'm going to put that off till tomorrow. I'm going to, you know, get help with this thing, take a couple deep breaths and then just dive back in. Yep. I think that's exactly right. Yeah. Well, I love that. So Claire, what is, what is on the horizon for you? You you've, you've mentioned the book. Tell us again what the title is. Get Organized Head First. I love that title. I, can't. I do too. I love it so much. I, I have this wonderful group of people who are helping me proofread and edit my book and um, they help me come up with that. It has two meanings for me, um, you know, jump in and just do it, you know, jump in head first, but then also start with how you're thinking about things, start with your mindset. So, and that's, I love- yeah, <laughs> so that's coming out. It should be out around the time that this episode is published. Uh-huh. Um, Anything else that's coming up that you're excited about, either personally or professionally? Yeah, I think I'm starting to do some more uh, professional organizing and and productivity coaching. And I love that so much. It's what I love to do is help other people achieve their goals. And I really feel like being more productive and more organized is the key to, to achieving goals. So being able to help other people do that is something I'm very excited about. And how does your family feel about this? Do they, are they even aware you're, you're in a house full of guys? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm very, very cognizant of, um, not taking away time for my family. So I try very hard to do these things when they're at soccer practice or, you know, after they're asleep, things like that. Um, but they know I like to be organized and I I know that they know it makes me happy and, and they want, you know, to see me do that. I bet they're going to be proud when your book comes out. So, so Claire, if people want to learn more about uh, what you've got going on, where can they connect with you online? Where's the best place to find you? So my website is mylifeinorder.com. And then I'm on Facebook, um, My Life in Order, Pinterest, and Instagram. Okay. And so we'll put links to all those things in the show notes so that if anybody's curious about what you've got going on, I enjoy your blog. So I, I can recommend that. Um, and uh, anyway, the links will be in the show notes so they can connect with you if they want to. I, this has been so much fun. I, uh, the, the listeners hopefully will not know we've been having some technical difficulties on this episode. And I'm, I'm going to say right now, thanks to Mike for fixing all that. Yes, so you. that the listener doesn't have to uh, hear any of that. Um, but it's been a lot of fun hearing what you're up to, getting some uh, inspiration and some ideas from you on how you're making a life that matters in a lot of different ways. 
Before we go, Claire, do you have any last words for the listener who might be looking for a little help or encouragement in, in getting things done and, and making a life that matters? What, what would you say to her? I would say that all of us do so much more than we give ourselves credit for. So take a second and think about all the things that you accomplish on a daily basis and give yourself a pat on the back <laughs> um, mm. because uh, you're, you're superwoman, really. And the biggest thing I think is don't try to keep everything in your head. Make a system for yourself that allows you to have your brain free to enjoy the moment and, and be present with your family. I love it. Couldn't say it any better. Thank you so much, Claire. All right. Thank you. Well, I really enjoyed talking with Claire. I hope you enjoyed hearing our conversation. I am so thankful to her for taking the time to share her thoughts on how she's managing her life, the suggestions and encouragement that she offered the rest of us. Remember that she has offered the Productive Woman listeners a discount on her new ebook. It just came out um, right after she and I had our conversation. It's called Get Organized Head First. So be sure to visit mylifeinorder.com slash ebooks and enter the code Productive Woman at checkout for a discount. And while you're there, check out her blog. I love it. I've enjoyed reading it uh, ever since she launched it. So what do you think? Do you have any questions for Claire or for me? Uh, anything, any ideas sparked by the conversation she and I had? I'd love to hear from you and I know she would as well. You can share your questions or your thoughts or ideas in the comments section of the show notes for this episode, which again, you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 263 or post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. If you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, uh, and if you're a woman who listens to this show, you are welcome there. Uh, Claire is a member there, so feel free to post a comment or question there, and I know she'll jump in and answer. If you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. Uh, I think that's it. Remember to uh, check out Text Expander if you haven't already. What are you waiting for? It's a great tool and it's available on any of the platforms you use. Just visit textexpander.com slash podcast and let them know that the productive woman sent you to get that 20% off your first year. Thank you so much to Text Expander for supporting the Productive Woman podcast and productive women everywhere. And that is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and with Claire. I hope you found something in it that encouraged you, that inspired you, and that is helpful to you in some way. I look forward to talking with you again soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself. And go make your life matter. Thank you.